Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom. And supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But at Walmart Pharmacy, supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's Next Level Supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no-cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. $0 copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts, who's a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio. Special sure Coach Stan Gerard here with me, U.S. South Indiana, Screaming Eagles up at Evansville, Indiana, and the OBC this year. Coach Gerard, how you feeling, man? I'm blessed, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm good, Coach. He's down in Atlanta. It's in the 50s, 50s. Coach, it's foggy. It's shocking here in Georgia. This is cold right now, but uh, it is a little fall for us right now down here at ATL, man. Well, that, you know what? When, when it's fall and, and football's ramping up, that means we're one day closer to basketball season, so... Exciting times um, here in Evansville, but exciting times across the country as we are inching away uh, to the first official practice of, you know, our first game, you know, so we're, we're, we're working hard and, you know, working hard rather than just getting ready for some exciting times here in Evansville. 
Yeah, you in third season at your alma mater, which is cool. The culture at the place you, you played there. How cool is that for you, man? Uh, leading this program, who you can tell a young man, I've been to USI, Scream, Scream, the Eagle. I know, I, I've been in your shoes. So how's that feel for you, man? It, it makes the recruiting pitch a lot easier because I know all the ins and outs of this university, especially once we bring a young man on uh, on campus. But it also is added pressure. You know, uh, I played here. Uh, I had a ton of success as a student athlete. You know, our team won the national championship in 1995. And I was a two-time national player of the year. So every day I walk through the hallways and, and, and head to practice, there's a picture of my championship team on the wall up there. Uh, but also a picture of me, you know, hoisting that NCAA trophy uh, in the air on CBS. So it's a great thing, but I always tell someone, man, uh, uh, with our stu potential student athletes, I want to take that picture down because we're winning. So my goal as a coach is to get that picture removed and add it with some of my professional work opposed to some of my playing days work. Now, Coach, you was a player coach then. At what point did you decide you want to get into coaching? I know a lot of times guys want to play overseas, play in the NBA, but at oh, what point did you say I, you want to get into coaching? It was always, I think, in my DNA. You know, uh, when I when I played um, Little League football, I was always, you know, Little League football as a quarterback. Uh, middle school, high school, I was always a team captain. And even coming here to USI, you know, back in the day in, in the 90s when I played, I was a captain. You know, I was a leader. I held guys accountable. And that was just in my DNA, come, probably coming from my, uh, you know, my childhood days with my, with my family. I was the youngest. I'm the youngest of eight. And, you know, my dad always taught us how to be leaders. And um, I'll never forget, you know, back in 1995, after we won the national championship, Coach Pearl, who's now at Auburn, asked me, what did I want to do after playing college? I mean, after playing college or professional basketball, rather. And I told him I wanted to be a basketball coach. You know, if you look at you know, some of the guys I played for, you know, I played for some great coaches, you know, Tom Ashman at Johnny Logan College, um, Coach Pearl here at USI. I'm sorry, at Auburn, who was here at USI. Um, but I, I looked up to those guys. I looked at how they treated us, you know, and some of the things they did, you know. It's one of those scenarios, I mean, you, you, you never know who's watching. And I was always analyzing coaches and, and, and how they did things. And I always wanted to be a coach. You know, I played uh, four years of pro basketball in Europe and hung your shoes up and, and got into coaching and never looked back. You know, I'm, here we are 22 years later, man, and I'm still doing this thing called coaching, man, and, and I absolutely love it. I know she had a, a birthday with two famous people, Jim Rome and Stephen A. Smith. I know it said about your birthday. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it, it has a lot to do with that, man. I'm a big Stephen A. fan and, and a Jim Rome fan. I'm telling my age, man, I remember Jim Rome from way back in the day. And, um, you know, controversial, but I also love the fact that he's not afraid to voice his opinion. And now, of course, you know, the only issue with Stephen A., man, is he's a Cowboys hater. Um, I'm a huge Cowboy fan, and, man, I, I got to hear his mouth after every game uh, we lose. Him, him uh, you know, ridiculing my Cowboys. But, you know, two great guys, pioneers in his business, man. I'm a big fan. Now, will you be in Tennessee when they play the, for the Titans? I know that they'll, they'll be close to you all when they play the Titans. Will you go to that game down there? Absolutely, man. We're about two hours away, man. And, uh, and my wife is already looking into it. You know, between the Titans and the Colts, um, they don't play Indiana this year. But when they play the Titans, man, I'm, I'm going to be there. So I'm excited about my team. Unfortunately, you know, our quarterback went down yesterday, I mean, on Sunday, rather. But uh, we'll, we'll bounce back. We got a, another guy in there ready to go, man. But been a Cowboys fan since I was uh, a young kid, you know, and uh, I, we had our glory days back when prime time was in there, you know, doing his thing. And 
you know, you know, when I walk into the office on on, on Mondays after games, I'm, I'm either happy or sad, and that kind of dictates my whole week. <laughs> hey, it's what they. Being an Atlanta Falcon fan is even worse, man. Yeah. All, all we do is blow leads, okay? <laughs> we just blow leads, man. So it's like, it's like, oh, we lost, it was up by 16, fourth quarter, lost the game. Of course we did. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what? It, it's the nature of the business, man. You, you, It's one of those things where you commend the team when they're playing against for never giving up, but you also are hard on your team for, for blowing that lead, man. But that's the beauty of the sport, man. Uh, it just teaches you how to be a – it defines you sometime in terms of how to handle adversity, you know, how to deal with losses, you know, and, and how to, you know, fight through tough situations because, you know, sports kind of prepares you for life, you know, as a young man. And uh, we preach that to our, our student-athletes each and every day, you know. Something as simple as running the sprint, you know, when, when it gets tough, are you going to quit, you know? And you kind of correlate that with, you know, when, when, when you have a family, you know, you can't make ends meet. Are you going to quit? You know, and so as a coach, you know, as a former student athlete, I get it. You know, I get both sides of it. You know, from our football team standpoint, but I now also get it from the coaching standpoint. You know, it's a tough business to be in, man. As far as a coach, because the first person to get the blame is a coach. You know, especially when you lose. You know, but at the same time, this is what we signed up for, and I embrace that challenge each and every day. And you know, my dad's a coach who's eighty-two years old. Coach, he still. Oh, wow. He's had yeah. his legal pad out, looking at plays, asking yeah. me what I'm watching on. The, are you watching the inside zone? Are you watching the cornerback? Yes, pops, I'm watching it. I, I'm well aware of these things. He quizzes <laughs> me every day. He quizzes me, Coach Steele, man. Wow. He quizzes wow. me like sometimes he wants to go outside and have me, have me run routes still. Like, Dad, come on, yeah. man. We're going to run some routes, son. <laughs> hey, man, uh, when you, you said he's 82? Yes, 82 years mm -hmm. old. He probably knows more on on the on the front of his hands than I know my whole life, man. You know, you got to appreciate the wisdom uh, of him and, and still being a part of the game, and uh, that's a blessing, man. That, that's awesome. Enjoy that, man. I know I know it's sometime like you probably like what the, but enjoy it, man, because you know you, you don't get that back at some point. But you know, to have a parent in the business, man, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's what I haven't had to talk to you guys because I know I, I, my dad's a coach. I know how it is, you know. So yeah, I yeah. can relate because I seen my dad deal with it and go through it. So I know how it is to be a coach and <laughs> a coach's son. So I know how it is for sure. You, you got to have some thick skin, you know. And the thing I learned, I'm 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 heading to 22 years of doing this coaching thing. Uh, you got to have thick skin. Uh, you got to take chances. You can you got to be very confident in what you do. And I think the biggest thing, everybody's always talking about the X and O's, man. But I think the biggest thing is, is the Jimmy and Joe's, man. You got to have players. And, and players make coaches look good. And once you get the players in, you got to put those guys in the best situation to be successful. And speaking of your players, Coach uh, Gerard, is this man um go from D2 to D1? I know in D2 you can have 10 scholarships, spread them however you want to. D1 is 13 fools. So yeah. how's that been for trying to build a roster with a whole different set of rules than you had previously? Yeah, you know, luckily for me, I had some experience at the Division One level. I spent three years at Indiana State, so I kind of had a feel for what was to be expected. Um, so, you know, and I know enough people in the business to kind of talk me through, you know, what to expect, especially as we make this transition from Division Two to Division One. Um, so, honestly, man, between, you know, I know a lot of people like it's, it's harder uh, with the recruiting. It is because of the four-year probationary period. But in terms of 
playing with the numbers for scholarships at, at the Division II level, you get 10 full scholarships to put together a roster. So uh, we had to recruit a certain kind of kid so we can make our dollar stretch, you know. Um, academics, you know, we had to recruit guys that was, you know, and I love high academic guys, but we really had to sacrifice some talent at some point to make our dollars stretch. Um, and then also uh, you got to look at, we, 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 we always, you know, piece together a roster with academics, uh, financial aid. Now with, with, with being division one, you can go straight full scholarship. And I'm sure my my assistant coach John Spruins that makes his life a lot easier because he was my numbers guy. You know, we, we had a spreadsheet kind of like a salary cap at Division Two, and we say, hey, for example, we got a young man uh, at the Division Two level on our roster right now. Jack Milky received a presidential scholarship last year, and tuition paid for. So we was able to take the dollar from his tuition and move it to another kid, you know, to make our dollar stretch. And now he's a full scholarship guys. So it, it probably helped our assistants out more in terms of not having to come in every day and crunch numbers. But at the same time, you know, 13, man, it's not very much room for error. And, um, you know, so it, it's our job as coaches to make sure we find the right guys that that's a perfect fit, not just from a basketball standpoint, but from our culture standpoint. We always preach to our young men or, or potential student athletes, academics, character, and basketball in that order. And we'll never never sacrifice our academics and character for basketball. So we do a lot of homework and I'm sure every coach in America does, but we do our homework and our due diligence to make sure we're putting together a good product to make us as competitive as possible, but also do a great job in the classroom. And you're Indiana, basketball state, um, yes. you know, all over the place. So, so talk about being able to recruit the state of Indiana now, knowing that you're a D1 now and, and can offer a kid that may not be get got by Mike Woodson or over that Amati or Butler, you can maybe get somebody that'll come to play for you or Matt Crenshaw or play with Josh Hurts over in the United States, maybe. I always tell those high major guys that, you know, Matt Painter, uh, you know, IU guys, the Butler guys, we'll take your leftovers, man, because they still be, you know, two, three, four-star athletes. You know, we're, we're, we're hoping to compete someday with those guys. Uh, but I think our main competition at, at our level for where we are are the IUPUI as the IPFWs of all the states. We're going to recruit the same kind of kid. And, and you know, that's a joy, man. And we did it at the Division II level recruiting against, you know, IUPUI. But now we're on the same playing field as far as levels. And uh, I, I love uh, I, I love recruiting against those guys. But Indiana, uh, and this is no knock on any other states, trust me, but Indiana has some really good basketball players and coaches here at the high school level. And we try, we try to draw a circle around our state and recruit heavily within the four or five mile rate, I mean, four or five hour radius. And then, you know, I, I always tell my coaches, man, four or five hour radius, you should know every high school coach and team within the four or five hour radius. And then outside of that, you know, we're going to get out there, but four or five hour radius, you shouldn't know those guys like the back of your hand. And uh, we're, we're, we're blessed, man. We're, we're here in Evansville. We're, we're about an hour and a half from Louisville, Kentucky. Three hours from Indianapolis, two hours from St. Louis, two and a half hours from St. Louis, five hours from Chicago, five hours from Nashville. So uh, five hours from Atlanta, rather. But uh, we're in a pretty good location, man, to be able to go out and steal some players in other states, man. And, and that's the beauty of our location because it's it's an easy drive to navigate, you know, to get over to St. Louis or, or, or Atlanta or, or up to Chicago. So. We're very blessed, man. And we, we have some guys on our, on our staff that are go-getters, man, that are going to go out and get the job done for us. 
Yeah, I've been to casino in Evansville a few times. I've been. I hope, I hope you won some money. <laughs> I did. I, I left for the profit. Thank God. <laughs> thank God for that. Yeah, yeah, I seen uh rags down in Lake Point this summer recruiting yeah. guys down there. So yeah, so I, always, I, you know Ragland man. Everybody always talk about hey, when are you gonna play those guys at Evansville? And uh, Ragland Ragland is a is a young man that I, I I'm telling my age now, man. I, I coach Ragland his senior year of college here at USI. And uh, he was, I, I knew he had coaching in his DNA, man, because of the leadership qualities that he possessed. And, and for him to get his chance right now, um, with him being from here, for him to get his chance, man, I'm really happy for that young man. He's, um, it, it's well-deserved. And I think he's gonna do great things for that program over there at U of E. No doubt, let me ask his coach, how much have you scouted the OVC so far? I know this, you're in a new conference now. Uh -huh. uh, how much you've been looking at film with those guys in there uh, in that conference, man? Because it was wide open there with Belmont and Murray State. Now it's wide open. Anybody can win that conference now. You know what? And and you hit the nail on the head. You know, it's a it's a winnable league, and we picked the, the perfect league to go into. You know, I would have hated have hated to go into the NBC because of you know how talented that league is, and not to say that we don't have very much talent in our league, but that's a different level. And we hope we all hope to get there at some point, but losing. You know, Austin P, uh, Belmont, and Murray State. You know, I, I looked at the landscape of the league, and I love our chances right away. You know, you you look at the body of work that Moorhead did uh, last year. You know, competing in the um, in the OVC championship game. And I tell you what, I did. Um, I had a chance. Uh, you know, I I watched pretty much the whole season uh, of the OVC. I watched, I would say, about 20, 30 games. Uh, on synergy, but what I did last year, excuse me, once we made the announcement, we're going to go division one. I went to the OVC tournament. It's 15 miles from our campus. And my wife and I, we went to every single game. And I'll never forget in that uh, OVC championship game between Moorhead State and Murray, I'm sitting there with, with my, with our president, Dr. Rishan and his wife, Lynn and my wife, Chastity, we were sitting there and, uh, I was watching from a different scope, you know, um, not as a fan anymore. I'm, I'm thinking from a competitive standpoint. I'll never forget my wife who never played, she's five, nine, never played sports in her life. She looked over at me with this look like we need to get some different players uh, because of how good this league is, you know, athletic, tough, skilled guys, uh, very well coached. You know, you look at the top guy uh, to the 13th guy, man, very, very talented teams in this league. And uh, and I asked my wife, I said, what do you think? We got to get more athletic. You know, we got to get tougher. Uh, we got to get, we got to get taller. And, you know, from watching those games, man, it helped me realize not to say that our guys are not good enough right now, because I think we, we have a great talent pool in our roster, but you always want to get better. And I think we have a chance this year to uh, go into that, to this league and compete at a high level. And uh, you know, steal some ball games. You know, um, if my memory serves me correct, there is only one team coming back in our league, and that's Moorhead State to finish over 500. And uh, you know, from the sounds of that, man, I, I love our chances. But of course, you know, with recruiting, everybody's gotten gotten better. You know, I think uh, SIU's done a great job. Tennessee State has done a great job recruiting, and uh, every team in our league. So you know, we gotta you know be on our p's and q's each and every day. Uh, on his recruiting path, but also in practice every day to make sure we have a chance to compete. 
I'll leave you with the next question, Coach. Uh, how was some workouts for you guys? And how much in summertime do you focus on your guys versus installing stuff for the fall here coming up? Well, nine new guys, you know, we only returned five guys. But of those nine new guys, one guy previously played for me at, uh, at my previous institution. And once I left, he transferred to Nebraska in the Big Ten, and then it didn't work out for him, so he came back down. So really, you know, five and a half, six new guys, I mean, six guys returning, um, but a lot of new faces. So we spent the entire summer trying to put our defensive base in. Uh, terminology, toughness, uh, rotations, and things of that nature. And uh, I think, you know, now as we navigate through the preseason now, we're installing offense now and, and trying to make sure our guys understand what guys are, uh, different reads, playing together, you know, get to know each other tendencies. But uh, this the eight weeks in the summer definitely helped out. But the preseason also starting a little bit earlier, uh, opposed to when we started at the Division II level, you know, but starting early has also helped. And uh, we further, I tell you, I tell you what, we further along right now than what we were a year ago at this time because of the time we had, you know, to get extra work in. I hear that. Last one for you, Coach, man. So I'll come to Evansville to see you and the Rags up there, man. Come visit you both, man. Uh, what's a good spot to eat at when I come to town, man? Well, man, depends on what you like. Uh, steak, House of Como. And okay. I and great steak place. Uh, by far the best pizza place in town is Cerrone's Pizza. Uh, I do my radio show there, man. That's that's by far the best place. Uh, Brew Burger, uh, best burger joint in town, I think. Oh, well, second best. I, I like there's a new place in town called Samuels. Okay, uh, it, it's a local place owned by one of my good friends, Danny Fulton. Uh, they sell Nashville hot chicken sandwiches and, and the best burgers in town. I want to take it there when you come, man. But Samuel's is by far the best place. And then I would go to Brew Burger. Uh, but a lot of great places to eat, man. When you come in town, you let me know, man. And I'll take you to one of those spots. But we will make a stop at Samuel's. And we will stop, make a stop at House of Como. From there, man, it, it's on you. But great, great dining options here, man. Not like Atlanta. But I, I tell you what, I put some of these places up against the best, man. And I'm a foodie. I love my food, man, and, and I, I love to take you some of those to some of those places. Oh yeah, and I will be coming because, Coach, I still have a house in Nashville still. Okay, okay. It's only two hours away. I still now I'll tell you off air. I have a house in Nashville still, but but, but, but it's, it, it helps me keep money in my pocket. I feel like right. that. So, amen. So, amen. So. Well, listen, you come, man. We, we're gonna do lunch at Samuel's. We're gonna we're gonna do uh, or Samuel's or Taroni's, and I'm gonna take you for the best steak in the city I've ever had, man is is um, a place I went to a few weeks ago that I mentioned a second ago, man. House of Como. And uh, I'll take you there, man. I guarantee you, you'll, you'll knock your shoes off. No doubt, Coach. Thanks for your time. It's really been really right, fun man. with this game real soon. And I'll, and I'll see you soon, Coach. All right, man. Go Eagles, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Anytime. All right. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 b 
L-E-A-V-50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts, who is a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.